When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back, everyone, to Playa's Podcast. (laughs) Alrighty. Playa. That's my boy. That's mommy's boy. That's mommy's baby. Alright, let's get it. Teeth check. Good to go. <laughs> Beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of Who Can Relate. We are rolling three weeks in a row. I'm so proud and so relieved at the same time. And I have back with me the Portuguese lover, the one who saved me from the streets. In fact, I talked to someone who was single recently and they said the streets are really cold out here. And rough. And rough. Rugged and just hard. So. Yeah. Happy to not be in them anymore. And with that being said, <laughs> I have my better half back on the show. Uh, Honey. And and look at me wearing you and look at you wearing me. I'm wearing, hey now. <laughs> I am wearing you. This is an old school shirt. It's a long story behind it. Um, the quality is like. Still there, is, right? Yes. I know. I was thinking that too when I was, when I was steaming it out. That's crazy. This is um, four and a half years old. Should have used them for the merch. <laughs> anyway, Shay has on another. Oh, this is one of my favorites, actually. Another uh, piece, collection piece of the Who Can Relate merch you. coming out very soon. This is the vulnerability one. If you are listening, it says vulnerability is rewarding. It's necessary. It's sexy. It's dope. Vulnerability is bravery. And then it says normalizing vulnerability for men. Who can relate podcast? So this guys, this photo is something you took. Yeah. It's the same photo we actually have in our bathroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the Um, Lotus photo represents just ultimate growth and the way the Lotus grows out of the mud is, is really dope. And that's how I feel like I'm doing. This is literally my favorite one. Really? Yeah. That's, and that was like the bad sample. (laughs) So (laughs) funny. Um, but yeah, I have a better sample, better material, same design, and in different colors ton too. Of different but I colors. do really love this color. But yeah. I like the the um, cream one you have with the red writing. Yeah. Um, as well. Mm-hmm. So coming very soon. Um, okay. If you're new here, <laughs> sorry about all that. Um, what took you so long? Exactly. This show is about people discovering their higher selves through adversity, vulnerability. Big underline under mm. that word. Self-love. And self-love. I am Justin, a.k.a. JD. This is Shay, also known as Shannon, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> we have all the names. All the names. Portuguese lover. Yeah. And if you're watching, this four-legged is Chicago. He also comes with a nickname. Mm-hmm. And his daddy likes to call him Playa Man. That's Playa. <laughs> um, all right. So also a tradition here. We start off every episode with a quote. And today's quote is, pain doesn't tell you when you should stop. 
pain is the little voice in your head that tries to hold you back because it knows if you continue, you will change. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back and for you because I know you weren't paying attention. Pain doesn't tell you when you should stop. Pain is the little voice in your head that tries to hold you back because it knows that if you continue, you you will change. So let that marinate. Um, today's intentions, just to keep it real. <laughs> we are going <laughs> to dive deep again. Last week was um, pretty heavy, but, but very... Um, very helpful. And this week is hopefully going to be a duplicate of that. We're going to be talking about a situation that happened between Shay and I uh, over the last week or two, where basically it was me trying to have a check-in moment in our marriage. And based on a lot of the triggers that I caused Shay to have, she took it as a check-out moment um, in, our, in our marriage. So um, we're going to be just unpacking that and basically just trying to come up with solutions in order to have really uncomfortable conversations that are necessary, possibly savers in mm-hmm. relationships, because um, if you don't have them, you may mm-hmm. end up breaking up or getting divorced in, in a marriage case, um, and when and how to do that. What do they say? You either pivot or you part. Don't don't be taken. Well, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Look at you stealing, <laughs> stealing I, the, the. No, I'm remembering something yeah. that you pointed out to me. Yeah. So I listened to uh, Jay, Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty's podcast this morning, and he had a great line. And he said, um, in talking about, you know, having these these difficult conversations with his wife, um, like a quarterly check in, so to speak. He said, you know a lot of times those conversations could either pivot your relationship Mm -hmm. or part your relationship. And I was, I came out and I was like, I think that's what happened with us. I was trying to pivot. You thought I was parting. (laughs) So we're going to get into it today. Honey, why don't you let the people know what in particular happened uh, the last week or two? (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're still treading the waters of this guys. So yeah. These conversations are very they're raw. Raw. Um very present to today's time in our relationship. Um not easy to have especially you know in public's eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but after going through or having after me if you guys all watched last week's episode we talked about the new realization of the resentment that I am carrying um, right now because of some things that Justin has done. Um, and I think from from just like the, the rawness of where we were, I think we were fresh out of a therapy session actually. We got home. And we were kind of processing everything that our therapist had talked about and just some some stuff that was surfaced, whether it was stuff I was saying, stuff um, you were saying. And I think like a few things just to kind of dive into that conversation a little bit. Um, it was a lot of me facing with the therapist and with Justin the realization of my resentment towards you. And... Um, and you were also trying to download it all. And at the same time, I think you're also, you've been lately carrying a lot of guilt behind it. 
And I remember even I noticed some of that guilt came out in the letter that you wrote me where you talked about you don't feel like what you are and what you have been in this relationship, you're not contributing enough and it's not anything what you feel like I deserve. And um, simultaneously, like while he's feeling that, that's like heavy for me to receive but also it's a weight lifted as well because it's very acknowledging um, in your part. And, it, and it's a weight that gets lifted because I, I feel like my feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. And I also don't really need to carry as much guilt behind my feelings as I was hard on myself for doing. Because you, you understand them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so <clears throat> we have this unpacking of the resentment issue here and we're on um we're in a session with our therapist and I started to not just be aware of the guilt that I had for this resentment and and you know taking the responsibility but I also had guilt from other things that I felt like I had been doing in the past and so when we got off the call I I just opened that up and I said you know I've just been thinking about like I finally realized now after five years of knowing each other that a lot of the things in, in the, the big timelines, the big moments of our relationship and now marriage have very much so been on my terms. Mm-hmm. And I said, the reason why I can identify that is because I now realize that the reason why I had a hard time of maybe delegating or even asking what, what you may want to do or when you want to do it is because I, I was leading with fear versus leading with love. I had a hard time trusting you. I have a hard time trusting people. And so the little boy in me, maybe, um, inner child, and, and I think also the um, fearful adult uh, went into control mode, right? So more specifically, when I moved in with Shay, moved from Chicago to L.A., it was basically on my timeline. When I proposed, it was definitely on my timeline. Uh, when we got married, more or less, it was on my timeline. Shay wanted to wait um, an additional year, and I thought we'd be ready the year prior, um, and so on and so forth. So there were a lot of things that I realized, like, man, a lot of this stuff is, is on my terms, and that's not cool. Now, this is like fast forward last week, right? I have this guilt feeling. I'm like, that's not okay. So I'm thinking... We've already unpacked and have on the table the resentment issue. We're unpacking a couple other things and putting them, putting them there. Well, let's unpack this and let's add another thing to the plate since we're here, since we're talking about it, since this is a safe space. And I brought up the fact that, you know, I realized a lot of the things that have happened in our time together have been on my terms. And I want you to know that no longer has to be the case. In fact, because of what I've put you through, because, because of what we went through on so many different levels over these years... I just want you to know you have a choice in this marriage, in this partnership. And initially you took that as, again, the part, the, the departing, <laughs> um, the, the break. And I was like, no, 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 I, this is like the pivot. This is like, I, I finally have a light bulb that went off. Like I mm-hmm. finally, I hate that it took me five years, but I had this realization of like, I want you to choose me every single day. I would think you'd want me to choose you every single day because ultimately we have a choice to choose each other mm-hmm. every single day and to continue this marriage. 
And so I realized I never really gave you that choice or, or just, you know, moment to, to process and sit with and, and to make your own decision, I guess, so to speak. And again, a lot of it stemmed from guilt and I was really hard on myself. And mm-hmm. um, so I just wanted to, you know, lay it out to you. And that's the point of this whole episode is having these really hard, uncomfortable conversations where they could either pivot or part. And we were starting to like part in this moment of this of this talk. Yeah, I think I felt hearing you say some of those things and, you know, that the delivery was a, I don't know. Um, I felt like maybe the delivery wasn't exactly what you thought it was Mm -hmm. on the receiving end. But um, what I remember when I was hearing you say that is, number one, it's hard to hear. Yeah. Number two, I felt like now you want to say that, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, we're married now, you know, it's, that's a conversation that I would have probably appreciated more in the early parts of our relationship. But maybe there's a reason that we didn't have that conversation because maybe if, if you would have had that conversation, maybe I would have, you know, walked to that door. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel that, I was, or I was also feeling in that moment that what you were asking was very obvious for me, mm-hmm. not for you, obviously, but for me, I felt like, like, why would you ask me that? Like, obviously I'm here. I'm, I'm on literally cloud nine, the fact that I've uncovered, uh, like what, what the issue is and what I've been holding inside of me. And not only did I uncover it, but I was honest about it. And I feel like you were so receiving of it where I felt empowered as a couple with you for us to tackle this issue together. And now you're telling me, but if you want, the door's open for you to leave. So it was really kind of confusing. Um, But I think in that moment, because of the guilt that that you might have been receiving, you were seeking reassurance that I'm continuing to still choose you. Mm-hmm. And what I thought that I thought all of that was very obvious on my end. And I think it was just like, it's a constant reminder just in general that sometimes you need to reassure your partner, no matter how secure you think they are in the relationship or how much you feel like you're putting into the relationship. Sometimes it's just nice to just have that moment where you were checking in with me and just making sure. And I think I failed to recognize that you were also walking into that conversation with so much guilt behind all of the stuff you put me through. Mm -hmm. And you wanted to make sure that in all the moments that I chose you or moved forward with you in our relationship, that it, that, that I, I don't know. Like I also, it, it wasn't too far for you to come back from. Yes. Yeah. In all the moments that I was choosing you, I'm still choosing to choose you. Right. Yeah. And to your point, I can't assume that. I can't assume that you're like, well, of course I'm still here. Because mm-hmm. as I mentioned um, the other week, you know, I'm like, I know you're still here. But I just, yeah. I wonder if, are you still here because you're in your late 30s? You, you Well, hold on. Okay. <laughs> for context purposes, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how else to say this, but... <laughs> You have a different timeline. Yeah. You're at the you're at the age that you're at. And, you know, knowing that you want a family, it's like, all right, I have the husband. 
I'm this close to having the family. I'm this close to having what I want. I don't want to just go start over. So I'll just do this. And that's, that was a fear of mine. Like, and that's why I was like, no, you have a choice, you know, like, and I'm sorry I didn't have this conversation two plus years ago or three plus years ago when it probably would have been very helpful and or mm-hmm. necessary. Um, so I just felt like if I don't say this now, I don't want to have this regret 10, 15 years from now. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I, I knew I should have said something back when. Um, so that's a little bit of it. And also, you know, back to the assuming, I didn't want to assume the reassurance because the months prior to that, we weren't really good mm-hmm. or we weren't where we are used to being. And so I'm like, I already feel that way. Wrote you the letter. Now we've identified why, mm-hmm. for the most part, it's resentment. Okay. And Is I'm like, the resentment too. Towards the financial resentment. Right. Yeah. But you also were asked, like one of your questions was, is what you're feeling too far gone from coming back to where right. we need to be? Yeah. So I use the analogy of, um, I, I got this from a, from a book and it was, it was great. And it said it was a father and a son analogy. I've said this before on the show. So bear with me if you've heard this before. The son has a really bad temper and the father's trying to help him manage that. So the father says to the boy, every time you blow up with your temper, we're going to go in the backyard, you're going to grab a hammer and a nail, and you are going to hammer that nail into the fence. And so as time goes on, there's all these nails in the fence. And he says, now every time you stop yourself from blowing up and you manage your temper, we're going to go back to that same fence in the backyard, and we're going to remove the nail. Now, all the nails at one point have been removed. However, the holes are still there. And, and translating that into us, I was so afraid that all those holes that I still left in your heart, in your mind, in your emotional state, in your mental state, maybe even your physical state, I was so afraid that it was gone beyond repair. And so I also brought that up like, look, I know all these holes, all these nails that I used to have, now that they're removed, the holes are still there. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you can even come back from that? Is there more resentment than just the financial piece of it? And so I just felt like, here we are. Let's just have, let's just hash it all out as much as we can. And let's see where, if we can pivot or if, if, if it is a parting situation, like hell, I mean, it's, is it not better to part now than 10 years from now? So on and so forth. So I just had these thoughts and, and all these feelings and it was, it was really, um, it was tough on us. It was really hard. We actually have had this conversation that we're having now. This is, I think our third or fourth one. (laughs) This is the first time where it's in hindsight a little bit. And the ones prior were very much so raw in, in the heat of the emotions and, and the, um, the feelings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, there's never, I don't, I shouldn't say never, but most of the time I feel like it's really hard to have the hardest conversation. But I also feel at the same. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Time. It's through the hard conversations. It's through the hard times. It's through our low, low moments of our relationship is what really enables us to go higher. Yeah. Get stronger. If be better. If both people are about that life mm-hmm. and are really on board with that. Which that's why I said earlier, I'm like, had I had the resentment conversation with you and you were unreceiving to it, I don't know that mm-hmm. the outcome for our relationship would still be what I feel we have the potential for it to be. Yeah. Yeah. You said that uh, last week um, in the episode. So if, if you, yeah, here's the thing too. If you guys haven't watched or listened to that episode last week, put pause. Yeah. Stop this one. Yeah. Go back, watch that one. Come back here. <laughs> yeah. Cause a lot of stuff we're saying now, if you haven't watched it or listened to it, it's not really going to make sense. So it's really important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, again, ultimately we just wanted to come on here and, and, um, give you an update, I guess for, for mm-hmm. nothing else. And, you know, one thing that I know for sure I am, I think I could speak on behalf of you love, but one thing that we are not, ever going to do is to paint this picture that isn't reality we're not going to sit up here and you know say you keep saying couple goals and yeah you're right and we're not doing that but I feel like this is like when you can find a partner that you can be honest with you have the level of communication no matter how sometimes it could be really easy to communicate sometimes it's going to be hard that's inevitable I feel Mm -hmm. um I think that that's what makes a story that's what makes like the beauty of a of a couple goal relationship you know is like yeah. the rawness of it mm-hmm. I th- because we are not the only ones having right. these problems and um as much guilt as I had behind like having the resentment towards you the more I talk about it with people I realize that it's a very ongoing thing mm-hmm. in relationships mm-hmm. um I think what what is like the breaking point is when people are not having these conversations about it, not being honest with themselves. And and that's probably like, if I would have been honest much earlier, I think about it, maybe we would have fixed a lot of the problems earlier, or maybe we wouldn't have because you wouldn't have been in a place to receive me being honest about it earlier. So I think like it all happened in the most organic, Mm -hmm. um, best way that it could for our relationship. Mm-hmm. And and that's just like the the course the entire course of our relationship like everything that I would have probably stopped us from doing had it been on my timeline I don't know that we would be here today mm-hmm. 
so I'm, I'm thankful for how it ended up. It was a, a rockier, like, <laughs> like road getting yeah. to where we are, but I, but we're here, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful and thankful that we are here. I think what I meant by the couple goals is like the picture perfect. Yeah. Can't do any wrong. Always right. Couple like that's not us. It never will yeah. be. It never I was. I mean, that's always just a facade of yeah. reality. Yeah. So I guess to try to help some people out a little bit too and try to figure out um, if, if there's couples out there and they're trying to figure out how to have these really tough, uncomfortable conversations, but the necessary conversations, I guess we'll role play here for a sec. In hindsight, knowing what my intention was, where it was stemming from, and knowing what my message is, how would you have liked me to show up in that moment and deliver it in a different way? Which part of the pivot or part part, I guess. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily think it was it was all you that didn't deliver it right. I also think that I failed to recognize the the need to re- reassure you and I assumed that what you were asking for me that you sh- I assumed you should already know that. Okay. So I don't feel that that was all mm-hmm. how your delivery was. Mm-hmm. And I think too, it was, it was very raw coming out of our therapy session. Like I was just, you know, um, peeling the layers back on this, this resentment piece, you know? So I think like, I don't really I wouldn't really say that that was the perfect time to do that. I think we should have really just like allowed a slower like peel back happen. And then maybe, you know, say like, Mm -hmm. you know, Shay, I have a lot of guilt behind A, B and C. And I just want to make sure that you're that you're really in this and that Mm -hmm. you can take on what, you know, has been done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can cut this part out, but I was just trying to figure out like and tactical stuff for them um like as far as like what i said how do you well i'll ask you then um so now that we're here how how like going back like what do you feel like you could have done different like what is like what would you advise a client in your consultation if they were going through something like this um i think For the person receiving the information, like you said, um, just really try to understand where they could be coming from first versus automatically knowing how you feel about what they said. Mm -hmm. You know, because I think if you could have just understood, like you said, like... I failed to... Yeah. I assumed. Yeah, you assumed. um, and, And granted, you assumed because of, in the past, I've said often... I didn't sign up for this. I'm not sure this is going to work, which is all leading with fear. And that was self-sabotage. There's a lot of stuff going on. But um, as I said yesterday, we talked about this. You know, I would have hoped in that moment you would have enough discernment to know this is the new version of Justin. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that he's the one who's going to just, as you said in our therapy session, you know, when, when things would get really bad in my life, I would just leave whether it was a relationship mm-hmm. with a romantic partner or a friendship, I would just leave and not have to deal with it. And in this particular case, in where I'm at in my life in this season, um, I'm the opposite. I want to talk about it. I want to try to resolve it. I want to try to understand it. I want to try to heal from it. 
And so I just wish in that moment you would have recognized this version of your husband mm-hmm. today versus back when. Um, I, I think like in that moment too, I was, I felt like, I felt very empowered by not only the, the un, me uncovering the issue, but then how you received me uncovering it. And I felt empowered as, as an individual. I felt empowered as a couple because I felt like we together, like because you were able to receive it so well, we together are going to be able to tackle this. So when you instead were like, here's the door if you want to go that way, I'm like confused. Like what? But, th- but that's how you took yeah. it. That that was not how I, yeah. I don't think it's how I delivered it. And I know for sure it's not how I said it. It was just a moment of realization of everything for the most part has been on Justin's terms. I do not want to move forward any, any more days with yeah. that being at the forefront. So I'm just letting you know that a, and then B, if there's any type of more resentment or again, too many holes in that fence where you can't mm-hmm. move past or move forward with now would be the time to address it. Then, yeah, I think, I think in that moment, the, the delivery that I would have appreciated more is if you would have probably said, I've realized how much I've led our relationship, whether it's moving in, getting a dog, uh, getting married, all the above. I want you to know that if you continue to like, if we continue to do this, I will, I will try my best to lean on you more and not be so controlling with taking the lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's received. It's well received. And, you know, in hindsight, I, it makes sense. I think I, I, too was also in, in very raw in my emotional state and was um, maybe thinking before, or sorry, speaking before thinking. And I too felt empowered from our beautiful moment that was in the bathroom where we identified the resentment and we had a, a moment. It was great. I was like, oh, we could probably do this with other things mm-hmm. too, you know. Um, so maybe it was just too soon and we needed more time in between. But but back to your question, you know, what I would advise people, that was one take. And then from the person giving the message, I again, I just really think you have to, um, and this is me talking to myself, um, understand how the person could take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't even like process that. Um, I think subconsciously I was being selfish with like, I need to get this off. And I wasn't, I didn't game plan for like how that would be received on the other end. I also wasn't being mindful of in the past when it has felt like Justin's one foot in, one foot out. Is this the moment where we're going to part, et cetera? I didn't even take that into consideration because I, I feel like I'm so far removed from that version of me. And I was like, oh, she for sure knows that. And I assumed just like you assumed I had all the reassurance that I needed, Mm -hmm. you know? So all this to say, really just think about, you know, your delivery, really think about your delivery. I had a really good message, but my delivery was just not there. And therefore the Mm -hmm. message wasn't received the way I wanted it to, or the way it needed to be. So really work on your delivery. And, um, I think in that moment too, I, based on how you got so defensive, I wish I would have backpedaled and be like wait I'm so sorry I think you're receiving this wait let me start over kind of thing and instead I was just like I just made it worse I feel like I think I think we both just uh needed a moment of like a timeout. let's regroup here what I'm really trying to say is 
I realized in our relationship through the years, it's very much so been on my terms and I'm, and I'm guilty for that. And it's really eating me up inside. I just want to let you, you know what I mean? I wish I would have, I would have backpedaled with that. Um, And I think like what you said in the car yesterday, when you're like in, in, on my side of things, you kind of wish I would have said, wait, babe, like, hold on, hold on. I am so sorry that you think that. And I just want you to know that, of course, I want to work with, like, work on this. Of course, I want to stay. Of course, I choose you. And, and that's when I said to you, I was like, I felt like for me, that was very obvious. And, and I assumed that, of course, you already knew that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I think that there was a level where I think you were seeking that reassurance from me. Yeah. Yeah. And l- let's talk about that a little bit here and, and we can wrap up. But the reassurance piece, right? Like you said, I think it is important that throughout your relationship, no matter if you've been together for five months, five years or 50, it is important to reassure your partner. Now, I remember having a conversation with Duke uh, way back, fifth episode of Who Can Relate? called the um, Vulnerable Renaissance Man, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he was on the side of... I do remember what you are going to say. Yeah, he was on the side of, like, you're not responsible for your partner's feelings. And I was like, that's it's interesting to think about it like that. I thought he was on the opposite side of that. I thought he said, you're not responsible for your partner's feelings. Go watch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for, for okay. So w- what we'll do is, because um, it's it's it was uh, two years ago. It's very vague, but um, l- let's just roll with this. There was the, a dialogue between yeah, the two about that topic. Mm-hmm. So l- let's go with that and mixed in with the reassurance thing. Do you think there should be more moments in our marriage where we're checking in with each other to on the reassurance meter, I guess, and or. Um, how we're feeling about certain things and and is there anything we have to get off our chest? I think so. I think for sure. I think also reassurance can come in different forms in different Mm -hmm. ways. I think, or at least I feel reassurance can come from just your partner prioritizing you, Mm -hmm. um, including you in things, which you're very good at with me. That's something that I have to work on, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and what else did you ask? Or was that? The um, how often? Because, and I asked because apparently we can't be around here assuming, assuming <laughs> things, you know? So it's, I think that's a lesson for us to learn. Like, I think we need to do that a little bit more often, whether mm-hmm. it, it's in a conversation, it's in action, it's in both. Um, it's setting aside time to... Yeah, I remember when we used to write numbers on the calendar. Do you remember that? Or it was like at the end of the week or something, we would rate that week. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a long time ago. (laughs) Um, Maybe we, you know, it could be subtle ways to be creative with doing stuff like that again. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not... You know, it's not like always having to be some formal, deep conversation. And it's more like, you know, you can just see what the week was rated. And and if it's a number that's kind of off the normal, maybe go into that week and just say, you know, and try to see where it could have, why it could have been off and then have a conversation about it. 
but that was one thing that we did, which was, I felt like was really good Yeah. at the time that we were doing it. We also ha- had created love boxes, which you've been more consistent with than I have mm-hmm. now that it's kind of hidden and, and it's like in your office space. Like I don't like it's out of sight, out of mind for me, but maybe we bring those back out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think stuff like that where it's more like subtle, mm-hmm. cute, yeah, and, and the love box is uh, for everyone. As a matter of fact, we talked about this in the Duke episode. So it's a very important episode for you guys to go back and reference. But uh, basically the love box is Shay's mom gave us this idea where Shay and I each have an individual box. And uh, we take note cards and write out messages to each other and put them in the other person's mailbox or, or box, kind of like a you got mail thing. And one of the rules are whatever is put in the box. We didn't really have rules, well, but it's... Well, well, sorry, hold on. We had one because it was, <clears throat> we don't need to talk about oh, it yeah. unless someone says we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. But it's just a safe space for you to get off whatever you need to get off without being interrupted or without someone getting, getting defensive. defensive. Uh, it's just for you to not keep it bottled in, but to let it out. Um, and the person receives it and their roles to just, you know, take it on internally and then hopefully mm-hmm. start to make some changes. Mm-hmm. But it's, it was, it is and was very, very, very helpful. Yeah. I would love like fast forward, like on our 10 year anniversary, like really just going into that box and just like <laughs> seeing the, the growth that happened through, through like what we've, you know, cause yeah. it's like, you could write good things in the box. Like, it really made me feel good when you made my coffee in the morning, you know? Sure. Um, right. So it doesn't always have to be something that you're trying to address in a negative way or yeah. highlight in a negative way. So mm-hmm. it's also very acknowledging and reassuring. Yep. Um, yep. So And it being able to express your feelings. Yeah. So maybe that's the... Uh, Go <laughs> the back to. Yeah. <laughs> Cre- create love boxes in your relationship. It's It's a very helpful tool. And calendar ratings are always good. It's kind yeah. of like a quarterly check-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, for, I really forgot about that. That was such a long time ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we definitely got to get back to that. All right. Well, we'll keep this one short this week. Um, I know last week, again, was really heavy. And, uh, you know, it's the summertime. People don't have that much time on their hands. They want to be outside. So we're going to keep this one short and brief. As I just heard the camera click. Ooh. Perfect. So this will be center camera. Uh, So thanks for listening and watching. If you are watching, please like, subscribe, and share on YouTube. If you're listening, um, please share. And if you're on Apple, please leave a rating and a review. Um, If you guys are really enjoying these types of conversations between Shay and I, I know it's always requested, um, but it's kind of difficult with the schedule. But, you know, we showed up here two weeks in a row. But if you're really enjoying these, uh, let us know. Let us know if you want more. And, and as always, uh, we're very open to um, accepting topics from the audience and from the community. <laughs> Proud of us, honey. We've uh, continued to prove to ourselves that <laughs> through all adversity, um, we overcome. Play is proud, too. And uh, let's keep it going. Love you, love. Love you, babe.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.